one of the ways that I think is the best way to heal yourself when you're in a, in a deep hole or hit rock bottom is to just be honest with yourself about what's going on, whether they be, you know, not, not see things worse than they are, but see things, try and see things as they are, and then um, start there. And that's kind of what that song is about, a person that's in that place. They've hit rock bottom, and they just they realize they have to be honest with themselves now. They can't just, you know, even, you know expect things to just automatically get better. You know, the, the more honest you are with yourself and with other people and authentic you can be, the more good things will just start happening. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Basketball and writing songs. Today's guest has taken hoops and guitars and other life lessons to help not only himself, but others have better lives. How do you pronounce your last name, JJ? Uh, McGuigan. McGuigan? Correct, yeah. I'm sure you've heard it said four or five different ways. Yeah, it's usually McGoogan or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They start to say it, and then they just ask how I say it. <laughs> McGoogan. Um, <laughs> J.J. McGoogan, good morning. And you are in Wichita, Kansas currently? Yes, I am currently in Wichita. What do you do in Wichita, Kansas, other than you're a Wichita lineman or something? Really, there's not a whole lot. It's, it's like a big, small town. It's a, it's a pretty big sports town. Um, it's got Wichita State. Um, it's been pretty competitive in basketball and baseball. Um, don't have any real football teams, but, uh, you know, a lot of it's just kind of, for me personally, um, doing a lot of music and then I help with basketball. Um, yeah, what is the basketball? And, you work with a, a basketball program? Do you coach? or? Yeah, you... yeah, it's like a, um, I'm a, the assistant coach at Newman University. Um, it's a Division two school here in Wichita. I played there back in 01 to 05. And uh, knew the coach all growing up and everything because he coached at high school, at the high school where I went to high school at the same time. And so I just followed him basically as a player and then I started helping out coaching about seven, eight years ago. And then he retired and then the head assistant took over, who I'm pretty good friends with. And uh, so I just still doing that and uh, enjoy it a lot. Uh, it just kind of helps balance out. That's got to feel good. It does. It really does. Um, it just kind of gives you gives me two outlets to kind of dive into that don't really feel like work. Yeah, yeah. You know. So that's always a good thing when you can really enjoy doing something a lot that you're not dreading. I want to share something from your bio if I can, and it reads, I want to share with you some of the things about me that are important in my life. I am very much an advocate for mental health awareness. At age 16, I was diagnosed with OCD and depression, among other things. Life since that time has not been the same. Yeah, when I was uh, 16, um, 
and in and, and a year or two leading up to that. But really when I was 16, um, I had a breakdown and, you know, was that first diagnosed, you know, with obsessive compulsive disorder and depression and, and anxiety. And then, um, you know, also got a diagnosis of uh, schizophrenia, which, you know, wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been because I got diagnosed early and, you know, found a good help, a good treatment center, good doctors um, and everything, and got on, you know, the right medications early enough where that didn't become a, as bad as it could have. But, uh, but you know, um, speaking of basketball, basketball was a big help in my recovery um, because I didn't play basketball my last two years of high school. You know, I was just too, too ill. I, you know, my junior year, I practiced with the team and everything, but, you know, just, just wasn't healthy enough to really contribute or anything. My senior year, I didn't play at all. Um, but, you know, when I went to Newman, um, the head coach out there said, well, why don't you just come on and be the, uh, you know, equipment manager for a year and whatnot and practice with the, with the team and with the hopes of, of joining the team as a player. And so I, I did that for a year, and then the following year was a walk-on and then got a scholarship the last two years. And then and, and that played a huge part in my recovery, just having that outlet as well. And about that same time, you know, when I was 18, 19 in college, I picked up guitar. Yeah. I was originally played drums, you know, for a few years, just with some friends and whatnot, and we did some 90s grunge cover songs, which was just fun as could be. But, uh, you know, I kind of put them down for a bit. But then about eight, 18, 19, I picked up guitar and uh, really found an outlet in that and being able to, you know, learn guitar, express myself lyrically. Um, and that, that just became huge as well in my recovery. And I like to, you know, one way I look at my life now is that I'm just, each day is one day of, of recovery that you can thrive in at the same time, you know, and um, because you know the 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 mental illness side of things it, it tends to be a chronic thing with all of us. We all have mental and emotional afflictions or, or things from the past, or you know, just certain things we all got to deal with day to day. That's and, so true. And music and basketball help help me do do that. Wow. And um, so. You know, those years were pretty, you know, pretty uh, pivotal in my recovery and everything. And then once I was about 23, I knew I wanted to be a songwriter and just be able to do that until the day I die, whether I make money at it or not. Who knows? You yeah. Know? Um, but it's just one of those things I feel I need to do for myself and, and in some way for other people to reach other people if that's possible so um that's just a the yeah. perfect story for what this podcast is about because i think there's beyond science there's a mojo of magic to music i think that is untapped yeah. and uh, and you just summed it up very well i think it's uh, a good thing for people to get involved with and, and a lot of people don't get involved because i don't know how to read music or something like that um yeah. you don't have to be able to read well, music <laughs> 
No, <laughs> I can't read music. Yeah. I can read tab a little bit, but I, you know, that's about it. It's too and, tedious. And to be honest with you, I'm, my ears aren't very good. Yeah. I, I was um, naturally was naturally kind of tone deaf. I've worked on them. No but, way. There's no way. You know, <laughs> I just I'm not able to to match pitches as well as your average person would be able to. Um, uh, you you yeah, fooled well, me. Someone trying to do music for a living, but, <laughs> so, but still, you know, you, you'll find your way. Did you absolutely? And you're doing an awesome job of it. Did you take those experiences and apply them to the lyrics that you write? Absolutely. You know, it. Uh, it uh, I can tend to be a little dark, <laughs> but I try and not be just totally one side or the other. You know, life's about both the dark and the light if that makes sense yeah. I just kind of said that but um, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's not black and white you know it, it's not all good all bad you know you, you want to try and blend in my negative experiences if you call them that to just reach people that are in that as well you have a and through music and um my, that's a, that's one of my main goals with music and writing and everything is to be able to do that, um, tap into those dark places and um, you know try and heal them and, and and possibly heal heal whoever's listening to it as well. And you're all over it. Your songs are great. The current uh, song that we we're kind of pushing now is in all honesty. Oh, uh, so we've got a lyric video up on it now that. Uh, won an award, um, the LA Music Video Awards for Best Lyric Video, and it, it was just a really well done video to the song. And that song is kind of it's also retrospective uh, or introspective again, and and uh, just kind of about you know being alone and and not. Um, and you know one of the ways that I think is the best way to heal yourself when you're in a in a deep hole or hit rock bottom is to just be honest with yourself about what's going on whether they be you know not, not see things worse than they are but see things trying to see things as they are and then um, start there and that's kind of what that song is about a person that's in that place they've hit rock bottom and they just they realize they have to be honest with themselves now they can't just, you know, you know, expect things to just automatically get better. In the open field where everyone has gathered, I find there's no one there for me. Locked away in my room, I try not to think about the reasons why I'm on my knees. In all honesty, I've been searching for someone, someone like me. To the light and face the day 
Cause I struggle just to stay alive And keep my sanity Cause without you in my life Who am I to be And in all honesty I've been searching for someone Someone like me Searching for someone to set me free. You know, the, the more honest you are with yourself and with other people and authentic you can be, the more good things will just start happening. I believe that. I don't know if that's true. but um, You know, I, I that, do, that, and I think it's very good advice, and I hope somebody hears that and takes heed because I think you can really simplify things by being brutally honest, brutally objective, and just cut out all right. the confusion, distractions, and all the things that are out there. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I totally believe that. Yeah. I think it's just one of the ways that we can kind of cleanse ourselves. You know, sometimes we're afraid to do it because we beat ourselves up and we shouldn't do that. It's just be just just be honest. Don't make it worse than it is, but be brutally honest like you said and objectively honest, you know, not not so much take everything personal that that you're saying or that that other people say to you. Um, when they're just trying to be honest. You know, that's something I need to work on a lot is uh, just, you know, artists tend to be sensitive people and I think, you know, what we got to do is just allow the honesty to come in and uh, take it for what it's worth. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true if someone else says it, but if, if, if we re- resonate with it, then there's some truth with it. You know what I mean? Um it's kind of and like a, take it for what it is. It, it, to me, there's like a, life has this big buffet table, and you can take your tray and go down, see, see what yeah. they have, take what you take a shot, and leave the rest. And uh, but it's so All distracting, right. so confusing that there are a lot of shiny objects and a lot of just things that, if you think yeah. them through, are not going to work out. You know, so uh, right. yeah, and I'm going to. Oh, I like. Yeah. What's that? I like that analogy. <laughs> Oh, I get all analogy, metaphors, and all that stuff. That, I tend to think in those terms for some reason. But uh, I, I, I too write songs, and I, I dip into that bag mm-hmm. of tricks because it communicates well. Um, I'm not I'm not a religious guy, but the Bible's a bunch of parables, a bunch of you know, yeah. if this then yeah. that type stories, and and I think that's good. Mm-hmm. I think what you're doing is really important too. You ever run into situations where oh, somebody that's so depressed uh, they want to hurt themselves? Uh, have you helped anybody in that uh, that respect? I have. Um, you know, with when it comes to someone in that situation, I think the last thing someone should try to do is say, "I can heal them right now." 
and throw a bunch of advice at because I've been on the receiving end of that and I've also probably done it as well but I, the, the most important thing we can do in, in that mm-hmm. situation is just to listen to them and whatever they want to say let them say it say hey I'm not going to judge you in any way shape or form for anything that you've done or any, whatever's causing you this pain just say whatever you got to say and then the more they feel safe saying whatever they got to say that'll heal them at least in that moment um, better than anything that is said to them As I wonder, searching for a place I've never known, like the time that I see your face makes me realize there is something real out there, and I wonder how long till I reach this place. Home sounds like a nice idea to me. Don't tell me that there's nothing out there This life has had its way with me Breathing in Home is where I want to be And I wonder, why am I all over everywhere, walking circles, and acting like I'm going somewhere, sometimes I feel like, I just want to start this over, and I remember, just how far it is we've come home, sounds like a nice idea to me. Tell me that there's nothing out there This life has had its way with me Breathing in Home is where I want to be to 
Do you find that writing and just writing things down, not necessarily even lyrics, helps you kind of get your brain, yeah. brain clear? Yeah, um, I'll I'll do that on my laptop, just because I can write, so I can type faster than I can handwrite. Oh. and so it just it comes out to where um, it's just a long rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. But it feels it feels good, you know. It's just a a long rant that if you go back and reread it, it's just just going from one thing to the next. But it's just about the release, like you said, just getting putting it out on paper or typing it out. You know, it's just one of those things that it just it just has its effect on you. You know, and I think it's I think it's good to do that to journal, to to write in a diary or whatever it is. Um, just five minutes a day, you know, can can help a lot. I think. Good advice. You're the man. <laughs> so, what what were your musical influences? Um, I'd have to, you know, early on, the first band that ever got me into, you know, rock music was Live with their album Throwing Copper. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, back in 94, I think that came out. And, um, I've stuck with them ever since and then picked up, uh, bands like, uh, Creed when they first came on the scene and um, Breaking Benjamin, Cold, uh, Stained. Um, when they were together, um, bands like that that just really convey a lot of emotion and um, can do that well with a good melody. You will will have me anytime. I also like uh, you know acts like uh, Ben Howard. Um, it's kind of a abstract folk um, artist, um, real big in England. Um, just really like his stuff because it's not so cut and dry. You know, it's just it's different, but it's it's familiar. He's very it's very acoustically driven music, and I uh, just really like his stuff as well. And so, um, That's, but yeah, anything that 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 does that conveys emotion. I like so. Yeah, your flavor of music is more on the folk side. I hate to pigeonhole anything, but uh, yeah. It, and it, so you kind of took these, the bands you're describing were somewhat, yeah. somewhat electric. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is kind of an interesting contrast, is that the, the bands I really get into are heavy, heavily electric bands. Um, and then I try and just take that influence and put it to an acoustic um and just just go with it basically so um you run it through your process and it comes out jj mcguigan yeah thank you yeah yeah it just comes out however it comes out i guess this is kind of the um the deal but uh but yeah i I always love those bands and i'm getting more into the folk sound i was never really i always liked it but i never really you know would play that a lot you know, um, I'm a huge fan of Bob Dylan because, um, I mean, how can you not if you're a songwriter? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, um, 
Yeah, he's more like a prophet than a musician. But no. <laughs> I don't get that guy, yeah. But, uh, and people make fun of how he sings and stuff. But no, you, yeah. you just don't get it. You don't no, get, he, he's just trying to yeah. be a swoon or a singer. That's not what he does. He's telling you a story. He's giving you some oh, yeah. some lyric that paints a picture. It takes you somewhere, you know. Totally does. Right. But a lot of people, like, no, he sounds like he's singing through his nose. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he, he can, only he can do those songs and it just sounds like a prophetic voice from the clouds almost talking to you um and i'm not a religious guy either it just just has that feel of it to me um but uh but yeah just to be able to reach people with your lyrics alone is is pretty positive and uh that's kind of my goal is is that no matter how it's sung what style it's sung in um, how many instruments or this full band with an orchestra or just a guy up on stage singing with a bass pedal um, it can still be effective yeah you know? and your message is you know what sometimes it's bleak but things are going to be okay yeah that's totally man I like totally. that a lot is there another song we can talk about on your list here yeah uh, Letter is another one Letter okay um Let's talk about letter and that it's, one. it's all in capital letters. What's up with that? Um, I think it was at the time I was just really excited about that song. <laughs> Good, please be. Thing. Um, and uh, it's just one of the songs that I'm 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 one of one of the songs I'm most proud of to have written. Just because I think it can hit everybody, and it's not so much about one aspect of life in particular. It kind of touches on all of them in a way but it, it, it's kind of like you're trying to find your place in the world while still fighting the world you know you're fighting the people you want to be a part of you're uh you're not sure about um you know things like um you're not saying what you want to say you know you feel you're not being heard you're misunderstood. Sometimes that's the worst feeling in the world. Um, to have a message, have a message, and for some reason can't convey it. It could be maybe you don't totally. know how to articulate it, or somebody doesn't know how to listen to it. It could be a whole lot of things in between that too, I suppose. Totally, yeah. That's totally hit the nail on the head. It's just, um, you know, and then it causes you to feel kind of lost, and it's basically, you know, this person. Um, you know, at the end of the song, ask this angel who comes their way to, you know, hey, could you read the world this letter, you know, for me? It's everything that I wanted to say and couldn't say and, and everything. And that's kind of the imagery that's at the end of the song. Drowning in his 
way way cool yeah. i really appreciate talking to you i think uh, i think you're hey, inspirational for a lot of people and uh, you have something to do right I, after this interview what it is what is it you told me you have a basketball meeting um, <laughs> just sat there at newman so you're just busy doing good things thank you man yeah. thank you i you, appreciate that you, this is this is a good interview thank you you take care and i really really uh, i'm hoping the best you deserve the best you, you do too man you do too all right, JJ. Thank you. you have a great day. You too. All right. Bye bye. with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.